0: Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Go to viore.com slash call it and discover the versatility of Viore clothing.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: Windischman's favorite ever podcast in soccer we trust. Up Jimmy Trash Can Conrad alongside Hollywood Heath Pierce and Charlie Chuck Wagon Davies and the US men's national team roster has dropped for these next two upcoming friendlies against Japan and Saudi Arabia before the World Cup roster gets named officially on November 9th. And boys, holy crap, some notable names are not on this list. Zach Steffen, he's injured. Timo Weah, he's also injured. Jordan P. Falk, not injured, not in the team. Charlie is a resident number nine. Are you surprised that Jordy Pfaff is not in the squad?
2: I am a little surprised. <laughs> <laughs> given, given that he hasn't shown really anything for the U.S. Men's National Team, he's he's playing for the top team in the Bundesliga. Yeah, and in he and, and he's he's producing in the Bundesliga, and he can't get on this roster. So, you know you. you I think Greg Berhalter always says the door is open. And you, you may not perform with, with an opportunity in camp, you go back, you, you, the expectation is you get better, you improve, and then you you, you earn your next shot. Mm-hmm. I think he's done that. So when you're looking at variety and different options, I'm a little surprised that he's not included just to see what he looks like now. Maybe he's, he's you know, he's, able to play at a faster pace now Um, playing in the Bundesliga, you know, different, different runs. You have to, he's finding ways to be successful still in the Bundesliga, which is a top league in Europe. So I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little surprised. Yeah. That, that one, that one doesn't really make too much sense for me.
0: Yeah. As I wrote behind me on my board, it says, you're P fucking kidding me that he's not involved. Okay? I'm going to continue to ride that joke until it's absolutely dead and then I'm going to resurrect it and we're going to keep it going and going and going. Now, we're going to break down every line for everybody listening. We're going to break down every line of the field and 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 we'll get into that. Right now if you're watching on YouTube, you can see that the roster's up, but before we get into the specifics of all the names, Heath, any big surprises for you both in with regard to inclusion or exclusion?
1: Um not I mean obviously I think Jordan Morris is a big surprise for me uh just in terms of 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 form plus a role within the national team obviously when I think more logically about where he plays on the field and Christian Pulisic not getting the time that we want him to have on that left side you start to think about it obviously Tim, Timothy Weah I think changes that equation as well as to where Jordan Morris comes into that um and so as I look to 26 players and you start to look at the depth charts you know, Joe Scalley makes sense. He's playing every game. You got to keep him in the mix, whether or not he makes the final roster, based on 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 injuries and the fact that uh, we have no uh, Anthony Robinson. That's one that uh, you have to keep bringing him in because he's keep he, he's continuing to earn the call-ups with his club form, and I think that's totally fair. Um, and he should have a legitimate shot of making this roster, Joe Scal. Um, I mean, uh, Sam Vines obviously for the injury. So I would say that's the 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 only other one is is the Jordan Morris uh, call-up to me, and then Malik Tillman. I'm super curious. We lack depth, I think, in that midfield, and he stepped in there uh, as somebody that, um, you know, when you think about, when you think about uh, Christian Roldan or the role that Sebastian Legette played, he seems to be the new uh, better option for Greg Berhalter. So that's another one that I'm, I'm excited to see with very little caps likely make a World Cup roster.
0: Yeah, it's very interesting to see Malik Tillman's rise. And then obviously, can he get and stick with this team? He's got two friendlies, 180 minutes in total left before Greg has to name his squad on November 9th. Here's some fun facts, and then we'll get into one the question teams. before
2: that, Jimmy. Go ahead. Are you surprised with with any of the center backs excluded? I know I know we talked about Sands and, and Reem and the McKenzie. Mackenzie, these guys are all playing minutes, getting opportunities and and in some cases, doing well. Are you surprised? Oh, Jimmy, that, Jimmy loved Eric Palmer
1: Brown last time.
0: He I did. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big EPB fan, but I will say I'm not surprised that he's not in. Uh, the four center backs that we've been predicting the whole time are the ones that are in. So I'm not surprised. Maybe, you know, I, I think that the writing's on the wall for, for the rest of the guys because you have Cameron Carter-Vickers that's in, Aaron Long's in. You have uh, Walker Zimmerman and Chris Richards. And
2: so... Just, for, it, just four center backs.
0: Just four center backs. Yeah, mm-hmm. you would like to maybe have had that fifth one in there to maybe put some pressure on these other guys or maybe to give a last look to somebody. But this feels like, in my humble opinion, that these are the four center backs we're going to see. Otherwise, he would have maybe looked at somebody else. And,
1: and, and one thing, uh, the only thing I'd say that I'm worried about right now, and that's again going down to um, uh, Jordan Morris, is I believe everybody else within Major League Soccer, if I'm looking at this correctly, uh, maybe Sean Johnson. No, they're 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 good. Uh, 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 will be in the playoffs, which helps kind of bridge the gap between the end of the regular season and the world cup, Jordan Morris, if Seattle don't, that's a pretty large amount of time to be out. Now you could excuse that in like, Oh, rest and recovery. But we all know that like the best time is to be in peak form in a season playing matches. And that's one that I worry about, um, uh, as,
0: as well. No, no, that's a good shout, and obviously something for us to dissect moving forward. Okay, fun facts, and then we'll get into this a little bit more. The roster, this roster right here is going to hold an average age of 24 years and 201 days as the first day of training. Actually starts on September 19th. 13 players on this 26-man roster are age 23 or younger. Six players return to this roster after not taking part in the June window. That's Sergino Dest, Ricardo Pepe, Gio Reyna, Chris Richards, Josh Sargent, and Sammy Vines. Sargent returns for the first time to the U.S. Men's National Team Fold since the opening World Cup qualifying matches back in September. It's been a full year since we've seen Josh Sargent wear the red, white, and blue. The 22-year-old striker has scored five goals in eight matches for Norwich so far this season, tying him for second in the championship in the Golden Boot. Now, uh, a member of the 2021 Gold Cup winning side defender Sam Vines received his first call-up since last November, almost a year, and he has been in all eight matches for the Belgian League leaders, Royal Antwerp, registering one goal in their perfect 8-0-0 record. Ricardo Peppi and Giorano returned to the team for the first time since the March qualifiers, while Dest and Richards were last with the squad during the January-February qualifying window. That's a lot. That's a lot of guys kind of coming back into the fold and, and being welcomed with a warm embrace, as it were, by Greg Burhalter and his staff. But let's talk about the goalkeepers first, okay? We have a couple players that maybe you've heard of before, but no Zach Steffen. He has been hurt with Burrow. It feels like the drop-off of Zach Steffen has been that's a steep, maybe steep, we want to use that word or not, but he's not in. We got Ethan Horvath, Sean Johnson, and Matt Turner. It looks like for me, Matt Turner is starting to distance himself as the number one. Heath, I'll come to you as our as our well, I feel like I'm the resident defender, but uh Charlie's more
1: of our attack. I played, market. I played a half a game and <laughs> I played half a game in goal until I was about 12 years old. So I feel like, unless Charlie's got, that's some very Mike McGee of you. That's yeah. very Mike McGee of you. I, I so, do. You know, I, I probably was the longest goalkeeper in our, our, um, in our threesome here.
0: It doesn't look like Zach Steffen's going to be playing much with Burrow. Now it's already been announced that the coach came out and said that <laughs> the other guy's going to be the number one for a while,
1: which is not a good sign. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it looks like Matt Turner's our clear number
1: one. Do you agree? Uh, yes. I think he's the clear number one. My, my question still comes down to or Ethan Horvath's playing, and he's shown that when he can step in, he can play for the national team, right? Sean Johnson, I think, has showed the same with the national team, but is having a, a different season within YCFC, at least in most recent form. Um, and so I wonder, I, Zach Steffen, I still think, is, is out in front as, as a healthy player if he's, if he's getting games. Now, if he doesn't play a single game, that was the same situation he was in last year, but at least it was it was couched in like, yeah, but you are at Man City, you are going to play right. a couple games, whatever. That worries me in terms of the mentality of him coming into the team. Now, do I still think he's a number two in this national team? Yes, uh, it's hard to not think that. I, I don't. What do What do you guys think? I mean, I know his fall really? fall from grace feels a little bit different, not grace, but fall from his status of our clear and out number one, uh, and then you go into his 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 club team performances, national team performances, and you start to go, man, you know where is he at mentally right now? Because we know he has the goods when, when he's doing it, but I just worry, like, has the perception of him and his ability to to be clutch for the national team change.
0: Charlie, it felt like in the, the FA Cup semifinals where he made that mistake, it is going to hurt him as it pertains to this World Cup cycle. It just feels like that's that one moment where he needed to come up clutch and he didn't. And now, not necessarily that's being held against him, but now he's being judged against that particular mistake. And now when he goes to Burrow and makes maybe another smaller mistake, he's like, well, see, there he is. He, he, you know, he sucks at this, he sucks at that. Even though we all know that he's, he's got the goods when he's locked in and ready to go. He's a tremendous goalkeeper.
2: Yeah, we, we know what Zach Steffen can be when he's healthy and informed and confident. But right now, Matt Turner is the one. There, there is no question that Matt Turner is the best goalkeeper right now for us heading into the world cup. Now Horvath and Johnson, they're both playing They're, they're playing well. Probably if Horvath continues to do well, you know, he, he he'll probably be the two um, and and Johnson, the three, unless Zach Steffen gets healthy, because I think Zach Steffen has been bat- battling uh, injuries for, for a while now. This isn't something new. Um, I, I'd say back to his loan in, in the Bundesliga, he's, he's had injuries. So, mm-hmm. Getting healthy is is huge for him, and and he, the last time I saw him play, it just looked like he was laboring still. He he, he still isn't back up to one hundred percent, and now it seems like he's he's had some injury issues with Middlesbrough. So Matt Turner is our is our best is our best keeper right now, and that's not even it sh- that should not be a question.
1: But it's also still not ideal, by the way. Sorry, I jump back in here. No,
0: I think that's <laughs> fine. I think you're right. I mean, he he is he going to get all the Europa League games? That that's. That's great if so, but if he isn't and he only got maybe one or two, he's going to get some cup games. Is that enough for him to be super sharp? I don't think, I mean, I think he'll be ready to go when it's time, but I don't know if it's the ideal situation. Obviously we want somebody starting week in and week out, which is where Horvath and Sean Johnson have a little bit of that. uh, I wouldn't say an edge over that. I think Matt Turner's our clear number one, but uh, obviously up for discussion on that. Uh, Anybody wants to hit us up on Twitter, ISWT pod, drop us a follow there as well. We'd really appreciate it. Oh, let's move to the defenders. Let's go outside backs first. Reggie Cannon's in, Serginio Dest is in, we have DeAndre Yedlin in, and Joe Scally. We have four right backs, baby, but we know yeah. Joe Scally can play on the left. And Sammy Vines, as I mentioned before, coming back into the team almost a year after he last represented us. That's a lot of guys uh, in, in those spots. I know Anthony Robinson just so everybody's he's like, where is he? Where's Jedi? Well, Jedi's hurt. He got hurt uh, playing for Fulham, so he's going to be our number one. It's no question, but that now has opened up that side of the field and Sammy Vines making a a late play here. Resident left back Heath Pierce.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I like this and we had, we had a comment earlier, earlier on that was, was how many, how many minutes will Sammy Vines play? I could see him getting 180 minutes. If you're Greg Berhalter and you realize that Jedi Robinson is not bulletproof, you don't know what the status of him is come world cup. You don't know the status of any of your players. You better have a plan, right? Mm-hmm. You better have a plan of somebody that you can trust. Come World Cup time. And Sammy Vines, again, it's been a year since he's been in. He's playing for the top team. He's playing next to Toby Alderveld. He's playing with Vincent Janssen. He's playing with top, like, really good players, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, on a day-in, day-out basis. And he's performing at uh, on the weekend. So you've got to give him... Uh, a solid run. We've talked about it. We've got a lot of guys in the history of our national team that get a lot of run. They get a lot of burn before we judge whether or not they're good enough uh, in the national team. Other guys, not so much. Other guys get a chance against Mexico. They miss, and they're out, right? And we know that that's what happens. But for Sammy Vines to be able for, we know Greg's a trust guy. you got to give him his minutes. And I would say 180 minutes for him is the best route to be able to be like, this guy's ready for the international game. Two random opponents that are going to throw something completely different at you between the two games. Yes, they're friendlies, but that's his this is his opportunity to make a World Cup roster.
0: Yeah. And he's a natural left sided player. Joe Scalley can play on the left, but he's a natural right. But he's not. <laughs>
2: he's yeah. He's he's
0: not. So oh, we yeah. already saw Scally at the left back spot against Uruguay, Chuck. You know, so so we know and Never that was against a very good opponent. He I mean, that was, you know, his first meaningful game. And, and you're obviously going to be nervous. You got to put all that into take that into consideration. Do you give him 90 minutes? Maybe Sammy gets nine, 90 at left back and and Scally gets 90. Or do you are you with Heath at uh, the left back uh, spot? You give him not, and then conversely, answer me this. Who do you give these 180 minutes to on the right side? Because we've got four dudes. You know, you got yeah, a lot crazy. of guys that can play. You got desk again. You have desk, cannon, yedlin, and Scally that all can play right back.
2: Yeah. I, I think you are you're, you're definitely gonna give desk the run. That he's he's a starter just because right. it's Sergino right. Dest he's going from Barcelona to Milan he's going to play just like Christian they're they're going to start even if they're not getting as much burn as you want I think Sammy Vines definitely gets an opportunity because he's your natural left back deep
1: I wish yeah. we were good at a three five two Charlie I wish we were because this roster looks a lot more ha- happy to me in a three five two we're just not good at it can right. can
2: we, sh- uh, we shift uh, into that yeah. we, we could but go ahead well, we can talk we, about we don't that have that. two strikers though you know it's we like did. we're already fighting for one how, how can you say we have two yeah you
1: know? hey, we had we had two, but one didn't get called up for a two two forward system who only plays in a two forward system at a club called <laughs> yeah, Union in yeah, Berlin yeah, yeah. well if, yes. if you
2: if you don't if you don't rate him, then yeah, you can't call him yeah. in and you can't change to that formation so Vines, for sure because he's the only left, natural left left back I wouldn't mind seeing Chris Richards there either you, you might see him uh, get a run out uh, on the left side just hmm. because those are Two guys that have played played there, but ultimately, I, I don't. I don't rate Joe Scali on the left side, and even on the right side, it, it's up and down. I know he's playing in the Bundesliga, but it's not. It's not perfect by any means. I think he still needs a a long way to go to be a lockdown right back on the international level. So, I'm. I don't have a ton of confidence right now. Looking looking at at this, uh, you know, when you're talking about playing against England, you're looking at this this back line.
0: I, I wish we had the stats for the last time that Sergino Des actually played 90 minutes for either club or country. I, I, I can't remember the last time that he actually got rolled out and played for 90 minutes at a right back spot, maybe higher up the field. But even then, when he was playing for Barcelona, it felt like he got subbed off or he got subbed on or whatever it may be. So so getting 90 minutes out of Des, especially when he hasn't played much and obviously making the move from Barcelona to AC Milan is going to be something of note. Today, and I wonder how Greg's going to manage that moving forward. Reggie Cannon been locking it down for Boa Vista. Also... If you didn't hear a previous podcast, he has been playing. They've been playing a back three Bovis at, at times, and he's been playing on the right side of that back three. That's something to, to Heath's point. Can we adjust and make these little tactical movements on the fly that could potentially release? Uh, we talked about that with Eric Palmer
1: high. Brown's capabilities to do the sure, same. Sure, thing, though. Sure, but.
0: Sure. Anyway, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see who Greg gives the 180 minutes to on both sides. So obviously something to keep an eye on. I think Sammy Vines will get at least 90. We'll see if he gets the full 180. And then we'll, we'll take it from there on the right side. Okay, let's get the center backs. We have the four that we've been talking about a lot. Chris Richards, Cameron Carter Vickers. We have Aaron Long and Walker Zimmerman. I think Zimmerman is slated to be one of the two. And then who's going to be next to him because we mm-hmm. saw it in the June window where there was a rotation of it was Zimmerman and long then it was Zimmerman and Cameron Carter Vickers then it was Aaron Long and Cameron Carter Vickers and
2: and, and in, in it, qualifying it was Richards and Miles Robinson. So
0: exactly right. So so I wonder again who the 180 minutes are going to go to Charlie. I'll throw it right back to you and then Heath I'll get your, your thoughts on this. Who would you go with Charlie that first game against Japan on September 25th. Who are you going with as your starting center backs.
2: I think Greg is going to go with Zimmerman and Long. If if I had to, if I had to guess, because he's going to go with partnership and and those two have played the most together. Mm-hmm. So you you want your center backs to be at the very least on the same page. In my opinion, I would go Zimmerman and Chris Richards, but obviously, I just don't think he's going to go with with richards just because of maybe the lack of playing time right now even though he's he's got some minutes and he's at crystal palace he'll, he'll probably tend to go with a a partnership that they're very aware of each other and and you know at times have complimented each other well but I, can can you can you say that both of them are in form in in mls that that's my question if they if they were both crushing it in mls winning all their duels winning all the tackles Almost mistake free, and everyone makes mistakes, but you you feel that man, they are absolutely start best eleven in MLS, they are crushing it. Then you say, Okay, well, they're playing week in and week out, they're crushing it, they've set the example, the bar is high. Great. No, I agree. I don't I don't feel that when I'm watching them play. I see mistakes left and right.
0: And and these are the things that concern me as a former center back where only one mistake. Over 90 minutes in a World Cup game could cost us not only not getting through or winning the game, but also not getting through our group and having lived through that uh, and, and seeing that firsthand. It sucks when when it's just it, it's the finest of margins at the highest levels. Now, Heath, there's a lot of chatter in the comments about Tim Ream, obviously a captain for a Premier League side, and Fulham been really solid. We've discussed this a, a little bit in terms of – just the way that Fulham sets up, and it's a little bit more of a deeper line that I think we'd eh. want to see from our national team and how Greg Burhalter likes to play, and I think that might be ruling out Tim Ream. But I thought that he maybe had a chance to be in this window, so maybe I'm slightly surprised that he didn't get a chance to, to or at least get
1: looked at here. But it, it's clear that that Greg's moved on from him and from John Brooks. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to go with Tim Ream, you go with John Brooks just the same in the last months, right? right? Maybe not now in this window, But John Brooks was playing every single game for Wolfsburg in the Bundesliga. That is a massive club. And he was the highest paid, I think one of the highest paid defenders in the Bundesliga and highly regarded as a defender in the Bundesliga. You don't bring him in because he doesn't fit your system or your form, which is unfortunate because when we go back to the beginning of Greg's time and you go back to what Greg did at the club level, John Brooks fits perfectly into... Um, the way that well, Greg Brooks, wants to be able to play.
2: Ho- ho- had horrible moments with with oh, yeah. Klins- Klinsman as well. So oh, yeah, I not, agree. It's I, not I, just but, that.
1: But, what yeah. I, but I agree. He he does have weaknesses at the international level. Like Jimmy said, one mistake costs you in an international game. A bad turnover or bad positioning. We've seen when he gets pulled out of positions, people get in behind him. There's big gaps being left there. That's why I I, I continue to go back to this, you know, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, Walker Zimmerman and and Long, I would prefer that to be, a Walker Zimmerman and, and Cameron Carter Vickers just for something different. Just because I don't, I I I feel safe with long and Zimmerman, but I don't feel great. Like I feel like at least I know there's gonna be a few bad moments, but they're not gonna, we're not gonna have shockers out of them, right? Because we've seen them enough. Um, whereas, but at the international game, you don't need to have a shocker. You have a six of a game where you're not involved for 89 minutes, you make one mistake, you get beat. And that's where I'm like, okay, maybe it is Vickers. Um, maybe it is uh my issue with Richards. I wish it was Richards. I would love for Richards to start every game in the World Cup, but he's not going to get the minutes that makes me feel comfortable that we're going to squeeze that lemon enough to get uh, some sort of finished product to trust in a World Cup match. Um, Although we've seen flashes over and over again and we can see the quality that he has when he's on the field for Palace or when he was at Hoffenheim, I worry about that. We went from being like excited about center back to now me being Excited about our, our forwards in terms of form because we got a couple players that that I that, that that are in that form right now versus our center backs where I go. If you're Greg, you're probably going well. I, this kind of what I got, and I don't know where else to go from here. I'm gonna jump in and say and, and reiterate that I
0: really loved our team shape and where we held our line against Mexico at as at Azteca in Mexico City. I'm looking at that lineup now. I hadn't actually gone back and looked at it till you were. Uh, given us some good insight there from both of you but it was Anthony Robinson on the left Miles Robinson Walker Zimmerman and DeAndre Edlin and what I loved about that game is I didn't think we we played too high you know unnecessarily and we didn't drop too deep unnecessarily and I thought that really kept us in good positions to always be hungry to make plays and and to and to kind of work in groups you know you guys know first first and foremost where you're you're playing and you got five guys that are thinking one thing. We're going to go. We're going to attack. We're going to press. And the other five are like, eh, you know what? We're going to tap the brakes. I'm a little tired. Let's just drop off. And I thought in that particular game, we were really solid in in our movement. And, and I can't I can't emphasize enough how, how impressed I was by that because I hadn't seen that consistently throughout all World Cup qualifying. And we go down into probably the hardest environment and, and do it to perfection. We need to see that again in the World Cup. I don't care who our center backs are, but they have to be the ones that can manage that. Now, obviously, with Walker and Miles, that's not going to happen with Miles tearing his Achilles. Walker has that ability, but Yedlin on the right was, was interesting there, and, and then Anthony on the left. Zach Steffen was in goal. That's another one. Tyler Adams is right in front of them. So, Mustang McKinney didn't play in that one. It was Acosta uh, and Musa, and then Timo Weah, Ricardo Pepe, Christian Pulisic that started the game. Obviously, there were some changes there when PFAC came in and made that, uh, missed that chance. But that's what I'd be looking for from our center backs. That's what I want to see in these next 180 minutes making sure we're not too high, we're not too deep, and, and are we moving together as a group? Because those little moments, and you guys know this, are so important to the success of, of whether we're going to turn transitional plays into, into completing attacks, as as Heath likes to say. Sorry, I put my coaching hat on. But let's talk about the midfielders. We have six of them only. Well, that's that's essentially We've got Kellen Acosta, Tyler Adams, Luca De La Torre, Weston McKenney, Eunice Musa, and Malik Tillman. Well done, Malik Tillman. Only two caps for the U.S. men's national team, but has really stepped up and shown his quality while playing for Rangers under Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. Maybe didn't do as much as we would have liked to see him uh, in, in a recent game against Ajax in, in the Champions League. James Sands, I don't think, showered himself with glory either in that particular game, but Ajax are, are a tremendous team, and they're going to get a lot of experience in this Champions League overall. Any surprises there? Charlie, I'll come to you first. I think it looks solid to me.
2: No, no surprises. I mean, Malik Tillman can play where Yunus Musa plays, but I think he's going to be used as a winger. Um, you know, a backup to Pulisic, a backup to right now. Aronson, you think? you think Reina. Tillman's? The,
0: you think Tillman will make the World Cup roster? I know Heath <sighs> does, but what do you think, Charlie?
2: At this moment, yes you know if, if georgie mahalovich was called in which i think would have been interesting because of of how well he's done in, in mls and he, he's an intriguing player just in the way he he finds space i think he's really grown uh physically in the league and and he, he's one who who plays those penetrating balls who's always looking to, to play forward that would have been a uh, this would have been a good opportunity to see if if he can if he can adjust and play at this level, at this speed of, of of pace, as well as the physicality at the international level, but since he is not in the plans right now, uh, I, I think Tillman is probably going to make the roster. Uh, you know, I, we'll get into the wingers with Morris and Ariola. I mean, Jordan Morris. I,
0: I wait, really quick. Well, we'll man, get into but, that. But 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 you think Tillman will be seen as a backup winger and not necessarily as essential because they have him listed as a central midfielder as it pertains well, with to Rangers. The he's playing wide. Right. I know he is,
2: but, but he comes in. So, I mean, he's, he doesn't have the pace, so you have to, you have to adapt. And typically as a winger, you got to have pace unless you're one who's very dynamic and comes inside. He's more smooth and not as quick. He's he's a different style uh, midfielder. And, And so maybe, maybe he's, he's impressed Greg to the point where Greg wants to see another look at him. But I don't think he's guaranteed for sure not,
0: yeah, okay. Heath. any any thoughts on these? I mean, seems pretty straightforward. No big surprises outside of maybe Tillman,, uh, but I'm not even surprised by that, given his performances with Rangers recently,
1: yeah, and I think there is just something if if Greg's been watching Malik Tillman for the last year, plus before he has decided to play for the United States men's national team, that there is something there. Similar to a Yunus Musa, similar to a Luca De La Torre, there is, there is there is there is something special in his abilities and his capabilities that he's part of the plans. And I could just feel like we talk about coming in and needing to earn your spot in the national team, and we know that that's for some guys need to do that, you know, camp in and camp out. But there's other guys where you just go, he's got it, you know, and. You know he's already at the level it's just whether or not he's playing for a club team and there's other circumstances that come into it but in terms of his abilities I think that Greg just sees something in him that's um that's that's there already so uh no shocks for me in this midfield in this midfield group
2: this is by far it's not even close the strongest part of of this group you don't think our
0: wingers our wingers are
2: of the U.S. men's national team this is by far our strongest area.
1: Hey, someone Dude. said it sounds like Charlie's uh, private chef is getting getting lunch ready for him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's actually the masseuse setting up the massage table right uh, yeah. off
1: camera. Robert Half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half.
0: All right, let's get then to what I, I think will be considered the most controversial area of the roster. It is the strikers and wingers. we got Brendan Aronson who's coming in, no big surprise. Paul Areola, I don't think it's going to be a big surprise to, to many given the, just his role under Greg Burhalter throughout. I'm not surprised by it. Her, Jesus Ferrer is in. Jordan Morris I think is a bit of a surprise. Ricardo Pepe, I'm not surprised because I thought that, and I mentioned this on, on, on Monday's show, that I think he wanted to, bring him back in, get him back into the fold. But it's been a long time since he's been with the team and obviously he hasn't scored in a while, so we're still waiting for that. Hopefully he can do it in these two friendlies. We've got Christian Pulisic, of course. Gio Reyna's back into the team. Great to see that. Josh Sargent is back in. He's been killing it for Norwich. And the big surprise is that there's no big guys in that mix. So no Jordan Pifok, no Haji Wright. And we have a. it, it feels like we have a lot of guys that are kind of similar as opposed to maybe having some contrast in this roster going to resident number 9 Charlie Davies here what what are your initial thoughts or well, we you heard your initial thoughts but but now that you've yeah. sat with it a little bit more Charlie how are you feeling about this this collection of our front 3
2: so i'm looking at Morris and scenariola cuz i see a lot of the comments right more scenariola are are locker room guys guys who who don't take away from not playing who, who aren't expected to play either i mean it's, it's a little puzzling that Jordan Morris gets called in because in the last 10 games in Major League Soccer, he has just one goal and one assist. One goal and one assist in 10 games. We talked about Brandon Vasquez. I don't think he deserves to get called in because of the way he's played over the past 10 games or so. And Jordan Morris certainly over the last 10 games hasn't done enough to get onto the squad. Now, Paul Ariola Paul has two assists in the last five, but only two assists in, in 10. And no goals. But you know what you get from Paul Ariola. He's a utility guy. He's one of those guys that I think will be, in terms of training, giving you something if you need another defender. I, so so any here, other here's play. my question. Yeah. Here's my question really they're quick. Not, they're not going to play.
0: Well, that's I, – I I think at this point, when you're looking at the Areolas and, and the Jordan Morris's, would you trust them coming off the bench and making a difference? Ariola, yes. Yeah. Ariella, I agree Ariella. with you. Ariola, yes. Nothing Ariella, against J Mo well. Smooth. I love, I love Jordan. I but, but, but he hasn't been, been impactful in
1: the national team either. Like down. Yeah, down but in. he doesn't he doesn't look the player that that he was that was a threat every time he's on the ball. I don't see that. I don't see his impact being the same when I compare his impact to a Brendan Aronson or somebody else that come on. Again, I think we're thin on the left side. He's a left-sided player, and and that could be the only thing that's again. Even though he's right-footed, that could be where they for see what? his uh, – For who? For Christian Pulisic as 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 depth.
2: Christian Pulisic is a depth piece, you're saying? I'm no, not no, saying? no, no. I'm
1: saying – Areola. Areola. Oh, no, Areola. I'm saying Jordan Morris oh, Jordan as Morris, depth sorry. as depth for Christian Pulisic. As we start to look at Sam Vines saying, man, we should probably have a backup that's a little more natural on this spot, I could see the thinking around that but Paul Ariola is one that I like. I look at him. I looked at him uh, a couple days ago against um, against LAFC, and I go, "That guy's having an impact on games." And as a depth player that comes in, can stretch the field, keep teams honest, do the work, trust him. Yes, he's not a, a, a top player. Yes, he's not Timo Weah or anywhere near Brendan Aronson. But I do see something there for justification of, of bringing him in. Jordan Morris, though, and and because I, I I think his form is good right now, Jordan Morris is, is a little bit more of a shocking one to me.
2: Uh, yep. Or a surprise Agreed. one to me. Agreed. And and I will say, uh, Jimmy, Ferreira, Pepe, Sargent, I have no issues with those three being called in. They deserve to a, be The same.
0: The same. Uh, I just was hoping for some also, contrast. Well, That's all. With a, I I with I, Vasquez is out, by the way. I think, yeah, uh, for
2: Vasquez, for me, he he was not going to be involved because he didn't do enough. He he dropped off considerably. Um, Once he found Saturday. out he wasn't
0: going to be on the roster, he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. man. His um, inspiration, but, but, motivation. But, but I will <laughs> say,
2: you know, you're looking at the three, Pepe, I I knew he was gonna. I, I'm still saying he's going to the World Cup. That's a and this I think is, yeah. is further proof. This move to, to Holland is a is is going to be a big time um, help for him in terms of getting minutes, getting his confidence back, because playing time is what you need. And and making that make that you know take a step back to take two steps forward. I think that's exactly what he did with with that move to grinding But But um, Sargent, he's played his way into it, and Greg mm-hmm. wants. These guys to be able to press defensive work is huge for this group. Can can you do that? Can you make the right runs, the movements? That's so important to him. It's more important than quality on the ball. Can you dribble players one v one situations? You know, not necessarily any of their, their strengths, but in this case, Greg doesn't doesn't need his nines to do that. So he's depending on Christian Pulisic and Aronson and Wea and and Reyna to be those guys who can we- break people down on the dribble just make hard runs in the box and finish your chances. We got youth. That's what I
1: we got youth and and you got to use that youth because with youth comes mistakes and ex, and and inexperience, but with youth also comes the legs, the ability to run, the Illness. ability to 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 do the things that Greg wants them to do, right? That pressing game is going to probably be our biggest strength in attack. Our best attack is going to come from the way that we press in a World Cup. If we if if we do decide to to press now, I know Greg wants to press all over the field all the time in 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 an ideal situation. But if you get that buy-in against teams, again, we talk about one mistake kills us. If we can force that one mistake on other teams with the youth players that we have in the attack, like a sergeant or or a peppy or whoever, and or forever, those are all three players that I know. If Greg says press, they're going to press oh, every single
2: time. You best believe the whole the whole group is pressing because yeah. if they weren't pressing, if there was even a a, a doubt. Of of this group not pressing most of the match, we would see a Tim Ream. We would see a John Brooks. We would see players who are good or P PFOC. Or P PFOC. Uh, we're good with just sitting back and, and absorbing pressure and trying to counter or playing long balls or, or launching balls into the box for a big striker. There that's not at all what the the idea, uh, the game plan is for the US national team. So Great Beralta is saying, hey, this is my roster based on my tactical gameplay. Okay, it.
0: so so we, we appreciate everybody joining us for this emergency U.S. Men's National Team Roster podcast. We're going to have our normal programming. We'll be back at you tomorrow and Friday. Of course, a lot to get into. And I know we're going to have a special preview for the Japan game and the Saudi Arabia game, but because this roster is so fresh and our emotion about it is so raw, Heath, I'm going to come to you first. Who are you going to start? Knowing that we're going to use this pressing tactical approach to this game, who would you start in the first game against Japan? Knowing like, who, now Now that we have the roster here and it's tangible, we can see all the names. Who are you going with? Uh, I'm going to go Sam Vines.
1: Uh, I'm going to go Matt Turner and goal, I assume. Matt Turner and goal. Yeah. That's, okay. the, that's the one thing I just want to make
0: sure we got it on the same page. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, Sam Vines, uh, Walker Zimmerman. I, I, I would love to see. Uh, uh, I, I really want Richards there, but I think it'll be Vickers or 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 Long just based on on, on playing time. So I'm going to go with uh, Cameron Carter Vickers, um, right back to Des. Then we have MMA in the middle. Uh, that that I think we could see an Aronson or a Raina uh, in one of those two games. But in game one, MMA um and then uh Pulisic, this is where uh, it gets it's it still a little a yeah.
0: little, little difficult I I'm, to I'm
1: thinking it's going to be ferrera if not Sargent. and then at at right i i see i see in there so not a huge like i'm not taking any 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 huge So
0: garenas is your super sub. i know he's still maybe not uh, 100% so you want to be
1: kind of Yeah king, i, I mean him. i i again i i i just i'm having trouble finding the place for him right now and he's unbelievable uh in his in his kind of return to form you can see what the what we've all bragged about about him being likely the highest upside of any u.s player that we have in our pool right now uh, career wise but i just don't know where you where you put him into a team that's been like fighting together and also the pressing thing like rain has got to buy into that press as well not to say he won't but i think him getting that feel again maybe you start him in the second game whether that's in in a in a ten spot or in the wing spot and uh try something differently but it, it's uh, yeah it's a tough it's a challenge okay what, what, what's yours Charlie? no
0: hold on I'll, I'll get to mine charlie this is a question for you because i think it pertains to how i might actually shape my starting 11 I'll, and i'll name mine last because i have the benefit yeah. of doing right <laughs> but charlie yeah. I, I guess what i want to know is because i right now i'm thinking i would start sergeant but um but then i thought okay if you start ferrera is Sargent a better super sub? You know how some players can come in and make that instant impact with their energy or, or, and I think Sargent might come in and might have that type of an impact as opposed to a Ferreira, where Ferreira I think, I don't know, it just seems, I'm gonna say seems, I'm gonna emphasize seems, like, he would fit better at, like, kind of the start of the game, establishing the rhythm and then allowing a sergeant to come in and replace him. So don't, I'm kind of torn on don't that. Don't try and get in my head. Let me just I'm, I'm, just, I'm just don't, throwing that out there for head everybody. Head. I'm, getting, I'm trying yeah. to get in everybody's head right now. I'm trying to yeah. live rent-free in everybody's brains. But – but what, so what's your starting 11, Charlie? You, go from, you, from back to front.
2: Think, do you think sergeant has this burst of pace to really come in and change the game with this, with this pace and be a game-changing sub?
0: It's tough because – you don't know how the game's going to play out, right? We, we talk about situational stuff a lot. And, and if if a team gets a lead on us and then they sit back, then Sargent, I think some of his strengths aren't as utilized because he needs some places to run into. And if those aren't existing, how, to, how do we then break down a low block? That's still a, an issue for us overall, our whole player mm-hmm. pool, not just isolated to Josh Sargent. But go ahead. Give me, give me back to front. You're starting All right, Tur-
2: Turner, Sam Vines, left back. I'm going to go Chris Richards, left, center back. Zimmerman, right, center back. Dest, right back then Adams McKenny Musa in the midfield. Mm-hmm. Christian Pulisic left wing, uh Jesus Ferreira as the nine and Brent Aronson as the as the right winger.
0: All right. Yeah. All right, he's not too far. I don't think that's too different from yours, Heath. The same? Oh, well, different what, center backs, different center backs. What, what were the center backs
1: again, Charlie? He had uh, uh he had I, Richardson I, and, and Zimmerman.
2: I had I had Richardson and Zimmerman. The the thing for for a lot of people I know, everyone's saying, "Hey, Gio Reyna, Gio Reyna is Dope. Everyone knows he's the real deal, but he needs time. He he still needs time. He's getting back into it. Don't rush him. He, he's he's not ready. Oh, uh, the
1: worst thing we could possibly do is, worst, is come out of this camp with Gia Reina having Russian a hamstring. issue Well, not even <laughs> injured, but like you know that if, if if you're Greg, you're like, look. In an, in an ideal world, I'm starting Reyna every game. Do I know if I'm gonna have Reina come World Cup time fit and healthy? I don't know. Do I want to use 180 minutes assuming he's there? Maybe, maybe not. I think it'd probably be better again to see like, do I have, do I, in a worst case scenario come November, do I have the players and the depth needed to put out a, if it's not my ideal 11 in terms of injuries, can I put out another 11 that competes in the World Cup? And, and we need to be able to, to, to know that with certainty, with trust, because he's a trust guy. Um, and, and, and by the way, on, on Jordan, uh, uh, I mean, on Ricardo Pepe, we all know the kind of player that he is and the potential that he has. And we know that Greg, I think Greg likes him. And Greg looks at somebody like that, as Charlie says, and goes, I need any reason to bring you in. Give me the reason to bring you in. I want you in this national team pool in this camp. But if you can't help yourself, I can't help you. Now he's made that move. He's come on. Yes, he's got an assist. He played whatever minutes. Um, yeah, that was a and he's pretty, pretty good to start play.
0: to his. his yeah, his I, I, I fully agree. I
1: don't want to discredit that. But want, like. Yeah, but he made the difference on the goal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, He had an assist on 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 the goal, but like it, to me, it, that's not enough. But I think Greg needs him needs to be able to justify bringing in a guy that hasn't scored in a long time, that's out of form, um, to to keep him in this pool because I think he has plans for him. What I
0: find interesting about that comment is then how many minutes do you give a Ricardo Pepe? Now I'm going to give you my my starting eleven. Then we can we can continue to discuss this. I got Turner. I got the same back four as Charlie. We have Vines, Richards, Zimmerman, and Dest, uh, MMA in the midfields. Christian Pulis. Well, can start. I ask
1: real quick before we yeah. go past Richards? I love Richards, but why are we giving Richards starts without playing?
2: What are you talking about without playing? He's playing. He's not he's playing. Yeah, playing but the, he, he's playing the prem for Christian yeah. And not only but, that, the two guys ahead of him are, are worth 40 million plus. What are you talking about? That's like Christian that's just, saying, why, why is he playing? He, he doesn't play no, at all.
1: But Christian, Christian. Christian plays 20 30 90 in and out for the last couple of years. That's the argument.
2: Chris he, Richards he plays like a minute minutes here and there.
1: Chris Richards has played 40 minutes in 8 games or whatever it is. Okay. I, and I, he I, played so, a
2: whole okay. year in the Bundesliga, he, he started every game for Hoffenheim. So what are you, what are we talking no, about? No, he was here?
1: actually injured for part of that season, but like
2: <laughs> well, when he was healthy, he started yeah. every game. So we we, we can about? split
1: hairs on everybody, I think. Um if
0: if we want to. I'll say this uh, with regard to it. Cameron Carter-Vickers, I know what he brings to the table. Uh, Aaron Long, for me, is either or with Walker Zimmerman. I don't know if you play both of them at the same time. I, I think that I want a little contrast with my center backs, and they feel somewhat similar. I would similar. agree with that. So so Chris Richards, I think, does have something that the other ones don't. And uh, I, I, th- I just want to see a pairing that could potentially – See him succeed. And I think that pairing next to Walker is probably what we're going to, and that's deferring to Walker playing at the level that he was during World Cup qualifying, of course. I mean, if any of these guys, any of these guys, not just Walker, but anybody has a little bit of a slight drop-off. As we've discussed, timing when you're playing well really bodes well for playing well in a World Cup as well. So so that is that's kind of why I'd want to bring Richards in and see what it looks like. I, I think you give him one of the games for 90, and then and then you try another pairing. Uh, it's just a matter of like, does, is it going to be paired with Richards? Is it going to be Walker with somebody else? Or is it completely, is it that's the, the center back position went from feeling pretty good about it to feeling a little bit wide open. And that makes me, well, I
1: was all on, concerned. I was, I'm full on Richards starting if he stayed at Hoffenheim, but I'm not even talking about the fact that he's played three matches in 47 minutes so far in the Premier League. I'm talking about the fact that we could see come November that he's played three matches in 47 minutes in the Premier League. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: And that's in two No, months. that's
0: fair. That's fair. That's fair. We also have that with our goalkeepers, right? There's a whole <laughs> yeah, bunch of players yeah. that we have that issue. So MMA in the midfield, Christian Pulisic will start. I think Ferreira's probably going to get the nod. And I-, I think Brendan Aronson's undeniable at this point. Gio Reyna, yeah. Yeah. if you if you go pound for pound and Gio Reyna's healthy and playing at his peak, like we're seeing right now with Brendan Aronson, then then that would be a really tough one to know. But I think Giorena yeah. would get the nod. It's clear that he... Has something a little bit different? Are we than, rigid? Than Brendan. Are,
1: are both you guys rigid in this knowing that, like the one thing, whether it's Aronson or Wea or Reyna, that the one thing that won't change is MMA to cater That's to changing, two of those yeah. players.
2: That 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 will not change.
1: I, I think the big question about MMA is
0: with the emergence of Musa starting to do more things going forward. That now asks McKenney to. Be a little bit more thoughtful of when to attack as well, because if both of those guys go at the same time, it's going well, to leave us really want. vulnerable for the counter. So there's going to be a lot of discipline that has to happen between McKinney and, and Musa in terms of who's going to join the attack and,
1: and when. Do you and not how. like a double pivot in the ten spot versus a six
2: spot? Yeah, it, it's it's how he plays at Juve with discipline. That's the only way. The only reason he's on the pitch for Juve is because he plays with discipline. The the other two midfielders, one more defensive and one more attacking. He has to balance and be mm-hmm. a little bit more defensive than than, than in, in an attacking mindset. But what he does so well is that late run into the box. Yes, he makes those late runs, 100%. doesn't get tracked, and then he's efficient. He's effective with the with that play. So uh, that's why that's, that's not moving at all. This is a great but, problem to yeah. have. We we have a tremendous midfield. This is a great problem to
0: have. One thing I do want to note: so
2: much stronger. Yeah, part of our No, team. that's fair. That's
0: fair. I might, I might have to lean towards that. Obviously team away. We hadn't talked about I'm glad you brought him up. He's hurt right now with Lille. He got a foot injury. That seems like he can't shake. So we'll see when he comes back though. I'm hearing reports that he's fine. So I don't know if there's, there's stuff uh, happening behind the scenes, but hopefully that can get remedied uh, as soon as possible. One of the things that I will say the benefit of Gio arena is he likes to come central, right? Not that Brendan Innocent doesn't, but, but if he starts wide and comes in, that does allow that width to be created by a Serginio Des, who can now fill it in a different way. Whereas if if you stay out wide towards the sideline to go get the ball, then Des doesn't really have any space to run into and join the attack. He has to come in a little bit deeper. So all these little things that obviously have to be put together and the pieces of the puzzle have to be put together. All right, we're done with the show. Final thoughts. Charlie Davies, coming to you first. Final thoughts before we let everybody go. We got two shows Thursday and Friday this week before we get cracking again next week. Love, love our audience. Love all the support. Keep all those uh, likes and subscribes and yeah. Fox, uh, reviews coming. We appreciate hey, your the chat. The
2: chat has been fire. So respect, <laughs> respect to everybody in here. Um, I saw, I saw my brother in here. Bro, uh, <laughs> well, I read a book. I
1: read a whole book of uh, how many comments there's been. Like, I'm having trouble keeping up right now. I'm a slow reader.
2: That's amazing. <laughs> Why am I dressed like from dusk <laughs> <best> till dawn? <laughs> uh, Morton. Coming, our our, our comment
1: section is
0: undefeated. By the way, so good. Uh,
2: All right, short and sweet for you guys. I, I love I love the best eleven that we have for for these friendlies, given the injuries to Anthony Robinson and Team Auea. So, I, I'm I'm happy with this roster. Not too many surprises for me, um, and and the surprises are, are really the players at at, at roster spot twenty five and twenty six, right? So it's mm-hmm. it, there are, there are no surprises, and hopefully they they, they hit the ground running in camp.
1: All right, Heath Pierce, final thoughts. Uh, just a reminder, we've got twenty six players in camp, but we are still missing team awaya we're still missing uh Anthony Jack Robinson Stephen, Anthony Robinson so there will be changes come final roster time this is not the final one but man we are close and after this camp there is just very little that i think greg who who seems uh to have his his habit in a clearer picture uh from from seeing anything shocking obviously there was a lot of comments in here about Zendaya's. i was even reading yesterday that there was still an opportunity for him to go to the us but i just haven't I don't even know if Greg's ever even addressed it. It feels too little too late but, yeah. at this point, you know? Yeah, or I, I still don't have clarity on what that situation even is, so um, it just seems like that was more the rumor mill than anything, but, uh, man, I'm excited to, to, to see this group come together knowing that uh, the next time that that we do this is going to be when, when it's the real deal, you know?
0: No, no, I'm excited to see how this team performs as well and obviously who's going to start and how it's all going to be put together.
1: It's exciting oh give oh, oh, me and 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 by the way on that on the notes that we got from from US Soccer it's uh, it will have been like 3000 days since the US men's national team was in a World Cup so a long time that's a that is a really long time we're all <laughs>
0: suffering over here but uh we can finally put that to yeah. rest very very soon all right that is it we are done with In soccer we trust this time around so on behalf of producer des producer alex charlie chuck wagon davies and hollywood heat fears i'm jimmy Trashcan conrad saying thank you for listening and watching as always and we'll see you tomorrow and friday for more of the good stuff later